Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, March 27th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodeman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today, we're going to read a passage from the 25th chapter of Matthew. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in the studying of your word, may your grace be revealed. May your call in our lives be revealed. And may your scripture illuminate who you are. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. This is from the 25th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, verses 31 through 46, and this is Jesus speaking. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people, one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand, and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be Be to to God. God. Tara, how are you and what's been bringing you joy lately? I am good. This past week was spring break with my kids and all four of us were at home. We didn't go anywhere and it was like just lovely to have the kids around and not have anything really to do. I took some time off work and it was just a great week. So how about you? Well, that sounds lovely. Uh, Yeah, I'm doing well. I took a little trip with my little brother, which was wonderful and... um, we we trudged through like three feet of snow for several miles playing disc golf and he took me skiing for the first time so 
my whole body hurts, like every every part of it. Did you uh, have appropriate winter clothes to wear? Yeah, yep, okay. uh, I did, I did, but it's like, but it's a good hurt, you know, when yeah. like your whole body aches and it's like because you were doing something. Yes. Uh, that's that's what it feels like. So it's a my body is hurting in a good way right now. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Brett, what is the context of this verse, and who is Jesus talking to? So this is, uh, Jesus is in Jerusalem. Uh, if you've been with us for the past few weeks, we've been going through a sermon series on parables that Jesus has told through Lent. Uh, and they've, they're kind of like back-to-back, boom, 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 yep. boom. Um, so the one that Tara preached on is in the same chapter. It's a couple uh, sections earlier. Uh, preached on last week, sorry. Uh, and so this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, trying to prepare them uh, as he will no longer be with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- what happens immediately after this verse is Judas is going to betray Jesus. It's literally the, the very next thing. So we almost see like kind of how actions work out yeah. uh, in, in the very next course of the narrative. Um and so I think those are two important things to understand, that this is preparing the disciples for Jesus not being there. There is, as, as, you, have, as you preached on, as you've talked about, there's eschatological motifs that are, that are playing out within this, but also uh, eschat- esch- eschat- esch- eschatology doesn't happen in a vacuum. It, it affects how we live now. Um, and so we have both of those things living out. Um, what sticks out to you, Tara, in, in this in this passage and reading through it? You know, I know that this is coming as a way to prepare Jesus' disciples for him being gone. Um, I find in Matthew's writing, all of the language around judgment and damnation makes it a little difficult to read. I think mm-hmm. it might be helpful to remember that that was Matthew's paradigm, not necessarily the paradigm of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but... In this passage, I think what stands out to me, first of all, is that, um, you know, what does the king say that uh, I you did this when you did one to the least of these who was my family? And that's the part that I love. It's this idea that um, all are Jesus's family. And so, you know, especially the least, especially the ones who are overlooked and the idea that we are all family and therefore that means that those are my brothers and sisters is a paradigm shift for me too. You know what I mean? To think of it in that way. I think our world operates on an us and them basis because it makes things easier for us. But I don't think Jesus ever called us to ease. Jesus called us to live in this way that recognizes we're all family together. Yeah, there is, um, it's similar to what we talked about last week of you know so often we jump to you know what is this saying to, to me what is what is what, what am i how am i supposed to live but your starting point is what does it say about god uh what does this say about god first uh in everything and we read in scripture that should be the starting point of of what does this say about god and then what does that mean for me in my life mm-hmm. what this says about god is that god is a familial god <laughs> a god that welcomes people in that welcomes people in on the margins that welcomes people who um live in a life that's filled with indignity whether that is economic whether that's just emotional whether that is physical uh that that those are people that god especially deeply cares for Mm -hmm. uh and that's 
a God that I want to worship. Absolutely. We'll end with a quote from St. Jerome, who has said, I am like the sick sheep that strays from the rest of the flock. Unless the good shepherd takes me on his shoulders and carries me back to his fold, my steps will falter, and in the very effort of rising, my feet will give way. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.